Joining me on the line right now is the independent member for Araluan, Robin Lamley. Good morning to you, Robin. Good morning, Katie. Robin, you just heard that interview with the Chief Minister, Natasha Files. What did you make of what she had to say? Uh, I, I feel just so completely um, disillusioned and disappointed in our Chief Minister. I'm a great believer, Katie, that if you make a mistake, even as a politician, you own it. And saying sorry goes a long way. I, I actually think people respect you more for taking ownership of um, of the things you don't get particularly right, and um, and uh, and saying sorry. And th- there was just no admission of fault or the fact that they could have done things better by the chief minister at all. And I think that's the definition of arrogance. I I, I know. Well, I remember it used to get bandied around a lot during the former CLP government, that word, Mm. arrogant. Um, But I think the Chief Minister has uh, really excelled herself when it comes to arrogance this morning. Well, it was, it's quite disheartening to hear, as you said, um, you know, the, there's sort of no, uh, you know, no regret, no um, even discussing of how things could have been done differently. But Robin, the numbers in that report are horrifying, to put it really bluntly. You know, I will read them out again, um, but we know that in the Darrell Anderson report, since 2021, Alice Springs has seen a 79.4% increase in alcohol-related assaults. There's been a 96.7% increase in alcohol-involved domestic violence-related assaults. Clinical reports from the emergency department at the hospital have observed an increase in the severity of harm being inflicted on women since the Stronger Futures Act uh, ended. And the report, I mean, it tells us what we'd all sort of already known. And then when you look at the property offences as well, Robin, you've been, like, you literally said to me on the show last year... Katie, we are begging for help. Mm. And we have been. Um, These figures we've seen increase, escalate month on month, year on year for at least the last three years. Um, So there's no excuse for their inaction. They made a decision a long time ago to ignore the problem down here. Um, They've neglected us. You know, in in hindsight, coming away from that big public meeting that was held in Alice Springs mm. last Monday, um, I wasn't particularly in favour of the class action idea because it's just not me. It's not sort of in my DNA to go down that track, but I get it. You know, you read that report from Darrell Anderson and it's in black and white just how how poorly we have been treated by this government and for... Natasha Files to say so Katie 15 times and talk about how complex and multifactorial it is given her total inaction for so long just makes me sick. You know, we've been damaged down here. Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people across the board, we have all been damaged by this Chief Minister's lack of attention to caring for us, to her, her, her decision not to act responsibly. And before her came the former police minister, I used to ask her questions every month in Parliament. Nicole Manison, what are you going to do about this deteriorating state of law and order in Alice Springs? And she would give the same uh, repetitive 
response, basically talking about how much money they've thrown at the police and how they're doing a great job. No one believes you anymore, and the facts speak louder than words. Robin, do you think that the position that the Northern Territory Government is in right now and the Chief Minister is tenable? Well, it's not tenable from our perspective down here. Um, They're all charging into Alice Springs as we speak to attend a Labor caucus meeting in Alice Springs. I just had a a text from someone at the airport saying that they're all strolling in as if they own the place. I mean, people down here can't stand the sight of these people because of how poorly they have been treated. I don't... I I think that... um, if, if I was to say anyone's position is untenable, it would be the Chief Minister and her Attorney General, who is the only Minister from Central Australia in her Cabinet. Those two led the charge to lift the alcohol bans across the town camps and all the other living areas, and uh, w- which has precipitated this dire position we're in at the moment. They should take responsibility. They should own it. And at a bare minimum, they should say, uh, give a deep and sincere apology to the people down here. Robin, I... That's not going to be forthcoming from what I heard this morning. No, it doesn't sound that way. Um, I did... I was going to ask the Chief Minister a little bit more about your comments on Sky News yesterday. I didn't get the opportunity, unfortunately, but I know that you called Chancey Paik a radical ideologue who's responsible for this whole mess. Um, What did you mean by that? Well, I've been calling Chancey Paik, our Attorney-General, a radical um, extremist for a long time. I don't agree with his position uh, on a lot of these social issues, and particularly this decision he made some time ago to lift these grog restrictions. I think he's got a a conflict of interest with Tungajira Council, which he has failed to declare. I don't think it, I know it. And um, in anyone's um, book that can uh, constitute what is commonly referred to as corruption. Now, I'm, 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 I'm loath to use that word, but um, it, it, it does spell out that to me. He hasn't been upfront about his relationship with the, the, the various members of uh, the executive of Tunganjira Council, whom he's related to, who work for him, who, who he is friends with. And uh, the fact that they have been the only vocal organisation, Aboriginal organisation in the Northern Territory to support that position of lifting the grog bans is more than suspicious in Robin, my book. It's so a big call. Robin... He led the campaign within his uh, caucus, within the cabinet room, and look at where we are now. He needs to go. No one in Alice Springs has got an ounce of respect for Chancey Pegg, and they've probably got uh, the same amount of respect for the Chief Minister. When, when you feel that no care and no responsibility from the Chief Minister and the Attorney-General of the Northern Territory, then uh, the public will turn their back on them. And the reception they'll get down here this week as they wander around and pretend that they're loved and adored will uh, will be disappointing for them. Robin, it's a big call. Uh, you know, the Chansey Pike and uh, the conflict of interest with Tunganjir Town Council. Everyone is, knows about it. Is that here. something... Everyone talks about it. Is it something that you would refer or would... would Report to the ICAC or anywhere else? Potentially, yes. I'm, I'm thinking about that. So it's, you're considering uh, it right now? Absolutely. A referral to ICAC. Um, I think it, uh, 
the, the impact, I mean, there's conflicts of interest and there's conflicts of interest, but this conflict of interest has had a, a, a such a devastating impact on each and every one of us down here in, in Central Australia. You can't get away with that sort of behaviour. At a bare minimum, you have to own uh, the conflicts that you have. You, and it's a, it's a simple process. You say, I'm related to so-and-so and they work here. You know, we, we all know how it works. But there's been no declaration of a conflict of interest at all coming from the Attorney-General. And uh, and I think that's the source of a lot of our troubles down here, the fact that he was so influential in his caucus and in the Cabinet over this decision, this crazy, insane, irresponsible decision to lift the grog bans, despite the, uh, the advice from uh, reputable people, Aboriginal people across the Northern Territory. They charged uh, on, they didn't listen to anyone. Uh, the Chief Minister Minister did not consult adequately with anyone about this decision. I think she was led by the um, the impressive Mr. Chancy Paik, and uh, both of them um, have egg on their faces. The chickens have come home to roost. They've made a very, very bad decision, and it's come back to bite them. Robin. I am going to have to get ready to wrap up. Um, obviously, we know that there is going to be territory-wide, uh, you know, alcohol restrictions now back in place. That legislation's being drafted. Um, we also know that $250 million is going to be invested by the federal government in addition to $48 million, which was announced last year. It's nearly $300 million. Um, do you feel as though there is hope for Central Australia? I don't trust this government for a second. They have not spent any money down here at all. They uh, promised $20 million for our CBD revitalisation program in 2017. They still haven't even spent that. I think you'll find that a lot of this money goes up to, uh, is centralised, back up to Darwin, and we will see very little of it. And in terms of the alcohol restrictions, yes, they need to stay in place. This whole business of a ballot for people on those lands, in those uh, stations and town camps, that's an example of political nonsense and trickery. It would never be done to anyone's satisfaction. Those, Those restrictions have to stay in place for many years until law and order can be restored across Central Australia. Robin Lamley, the independent member for Araluan, I always appreciate your time. Thank you very much for speaking with me this morning. Thank you, Katie. Thank you.